Okay, hey, it's welcome to Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing this morning? Hey, welcome to. Uh, I'm I'm doing all right. Thank you. I, uh, I, you know, it's, um, it's a nice sunny day out. Michigan Wolverines are the Big Ten champs once again. Oh, nice. Good for them. Yeah, we're all very happy about that. Um, the football so, yeah. Wolverines? For the Michigan football Wolverines, they're out there, they're playing football. So things are, uh, things are going great. What about this? What about an Animorph book where uh, all the jocks turn into whatever animal their school is? I like that. I would like it if it was the coaches. Yeah, like them Jim too. Harbaugh turns into a Wolverine. Yeah, but he's like a bigger Wolverine. Yeah. He's like the Papa Wolverine. That's oh. that's basically yeah. I mean that fits perfectly because that is what he is. Yeah, I don't watch much football these days, you know, but I do know that Jim Harbaugh is Papa Wolverine. Yeah, people are always talking about how he's Papa Wolverine. Jim Papa Wolverine Harbaugh. <laughs> it's a perfect name. It's a perfect yeah. nickname for him. It's you know, I mean, uh, it's a nickname that delivers on what it promises. Yeah. Oh, who is he? Oh, he's the father figure for the Michigan football Wolverines. Correct. Obviously. Um, so you, would you say that Michigan survived all of their football opponents this year? They did. They went 13-0 uh, and 0 in oh. the, uh, the, the, the regular season, essentially. Add 30 to that. You've got the uh, Survivor 43. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 43 last night? I did. Survivor 43 and 0. They're the, the Survivor champs for the 43rd straight year. Yeah, that's, um, that's exciting. That's how many years it's been running. Yeah, it started in 1976. Yeah, they wouldn't call it Survivor. That's not at all what that math is. Mm. I know that we have a different show for that. Mm. Let's just see. Uh, 1979. I was not that far off. Yeah, they started the year that Smashing Pumpkins wrote that song. <laughs> I can't believe how long it took for that song to be released. <laughs> I know. That's like their um, True Love Waits. You know that Radiohead song? Yeah, yeah. They played it's, it live. It was a, There was a live version of it on an album. Yeah. Uh, it's also crazy. People, a lot of people don't know that uh, Billy Corgan was like 45 when, when they broke through. And that they had recorded all of their music 15 years prior to that. Yeah. He's way ahead of his time. And now he's running the greatest wrestling business in all wrestling businesses. He actually wanted to change the name of uh, Today to Yesterday. Hey. Because... They had recorded it so far, you know, in advance of when it was released as a single. Thomas, but then they, were, their agent was like, there's already a song called that. And he was like, oh, OK. This is going to sound like out of nowhere, but you, you reminded me of a phrase I heard recently. And I want to hear what your response is to it, because I feel like you might agree with it. Would you say that music is the only time machine we have? <laughs> I just need you a simple know, yes yeah. or no. I'm just glad somebody put to words what I've been thinking for so long. Uh, that unfortunately was not said on Survivor. It was uh, in a different context, and I can't wait to get to that. But this that sounds like a that sounds like a Don Draper uh, <laughs> thing. It's like the carousel pitch that he does. Tell me of the carousel pitch. I never got into Mad Men. Oh, it's um, it's like a. Uh, I'm more a Baby Driver John Hamm fan. It's like a projector thing where, like, you can put photos in. Oh, like the horse. And, yes. And uh, it, you know, like it'll. And you spin you it around. Sli- you can basically do a slideshow with it. Um, yeah, like the horse that you see yeah, in museums. And it goes around and around like a carousel. And then his, like, big emotional pitch is like, it's not a carousel. It's a time machine. It's like it oh. takes us back to, like, where we want to go or whatever. It's the one where. Um, uh, Harry uh, like starts crying during the pitch, like as he's watching him give it, and yeah. has to leave the room. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's basically what uh, I how I feel about music. I'm crying no, right now. Not only do I know who Harry is, I do recall him crying at a meeting. Yeah, it's uh, Rich uh, Rich Summer. You know who Rich Summer is, right? Uh, yeah, I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers have a song about him. 
<laughs> okay. I'm sorry that you don't appreciate uh, someone who is a, a multi-time uh, comedy bang bang guest, but I guess we're just making jokes here right now instead of respecting, yeah. uh, you know, comedic legends. I'm actually here to talk about Survivor, not another podcast. Stop recommending to other podcasts. This yeah. is like this is like that time you were like, I'm oh, I met a basketball player at a in line at a venue uh, watching basketball, and I didn't mention the podcast to him. That was like, why? I'm so mad about that. Yeah. Always be plugging. What a what a bummer. But uh yeah, I'm actually being paid by Scott oh. Ackerman to do that. Oh, that's nice. But wait, but he's not paying Watch for Watch Weird, the Weird Al story. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent watch weird. It's so good. Uh another thing that's worth watching is this week's episode of Survivor, which was called Hiding in Plain Sight. Kind of like all of the Weird Al's great bits. Um That's right. <laughs> Just waiting to be unearthed. What did you think of this episode title? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. It was uh, obviously what it was in reference to. And uh, that was a fun twist that uh, I enjoyed. You know I love a fun twist. Uh, Sammy acts as if he voted with the majority, but fesses up immediately. uh, And he sounds like an absolute doofus. No offense to teenagers, but Sammy sounded like a doofus. Yeah, he's in the position where his game's starting to crumble a little bit under... He's playing multiple different games, and he can't really keep them straight at this point. Yeah. As always, Sammy was doing too much. I do feel like this whole episode was just the downfall of Sammy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The, I mean, like, like self-inflicted downfall of Sammy. It you can get pretty fun. far doing what he's doing, but it will catch up to you most of the time. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, who has played this kind of game and, like, made it to the end and ended up winning? I can't think of anybody. I guess maybe Sandra. But even Sandra's was, it wasn't like she was flip-flopping and, like, trying to play both sides without whatever, like, she was just looking out for herself. Did you say Mike White was doing that? No, because Mike White, like, Mike White wasn't outwardly lying to anybody. He was just withholding. Yeah, I think it was more by omission, and I think he also just, like, is good at making friends. I really think that's what it was. Everyone just liked him. Started watching the, uh, white Lotus again. Um, good stuff. The Mike white Lotus, the Mike white Lotus. Is that why he called it that? Yeah. That's why it's named that clever. Uh, Gribbles has a plan for him and Owen to get to the final three. And then this was never followed up on. What do you think Gribbles plan is here? I think that you're the way that you're the name that you're giving him right now is a little too close to a certain uh, propagandist. Uh, so uh, from from back in the, the you know the 1930s and 40s, oh. so I would maybe steer away from that one. But okay, uh, sorry, sorry. Let me yeah, call him Grimace. Him I like calling him Grimace. George W. Grubles. Grubles. I keep I keep <laughs> just reading. Why Grubles. you can't not say it? I can't not say it. It's fun to say. Dale Gribble. It's it's Dale Gribble. From King of the Hill. That's him. That's his name. That's who he is on the show. Yeah, exactly. Pocket Grumble. Sand. Grumble. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Um, anyway, uh, I, I like uh, my um, my uncle, because uh, my cousin just had a kid. Uh, the, the name that right. they have for him, like the grandpa. You know, you get, you get to pick the grandpa names. Have you names. met the friend? Or the, yeah, the niece? I, yes, nephew? I've met my niece, okay? Okay, good. Uh, I, cool. I bet I'm not jealous. for the first time this Thanksgiving. So okay, it was great. recent. But um, anyway, uh, you know how you get to pick the, the grandpa-grandma names? Yeah. Um, they, they call him Grumpa because he's grumpy and also grandpa. That's very good. Which I thought was very cute. Uh, incredible. Incredible that they can talk at that age. How old is this child? <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know. This, this child is like 15 months, so she can talk a little bit. She usually just mm. says, hi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a really good. That's really fun. Um, she's also mostly she does the thing where she's like not quite. 
she really wants to talk. So there's a lot of like, you know, when babies are like, can't really talk, but they want mm-hmm. to, and they just kind of like babble to themselves or they're like, bleh, 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 bleh. yeah, yeah. 100%. That's really funny whenever that happens. It's so much fun. And then you like talk back to them as if they're, you're understanding them. They love that. Yeah, they do. It's good stuff. Um, anyway, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, no, it was, um, it, yeah, we were, we were talking about Dale Gribble and, uh, oh, sure. the, that, uh, he had a plan to, yeah, he goes over to Sammy and is like, who are they trying to get out? Um, Carla or Cassidy? Cassidy. Yeah. They were like, all right, I got your back. And then this like never came up again. Yeah. Uh, weird. I, maybe it'll come up later in the season, but it's getting close to the end. So, Owen is depressed that he keeps finding himself being the closest to the person who is blindsided, and then he makes a fun peanuts metaphor. So many people are allergic to me. Yeah, that was pretty. And then also he he references the peanuts characters, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he references all the peanuts characters. But I was doing a fun. I like that he calls joke. Schroeder the stupid kid playing the piano. It was like very he's funny. mad that Schroeder. Like, why is where does Schroeder get off playing piano? I wish I had gone back and rewatched this episode so I could note who each character is attributed to because they they cut between each pe- person as he named them. But then, oh yeah, the the kid with the piano. I don't think they. Uh, gave anybody that moniker but it was just still very funny i really jeff is the stupid kid playing the piano i jeff really snoopy, like Owen. i think actually jeff is snoopy jeff is snoopy who's woodstock then um that's a great mm-hmm. question uh mm-hmm. tj lavin that tracks that tracks um who is pigpen oh uh pigpen was cody i think right yeah, Cody is definitely Pigpen. Um, um, Lucy was Carla. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that makes sense. And then who is the other one? Did he say Charlie Brown? Did Yeah, he's Charlie Brown. He's Charlie Brown. Did he say Linus? I think so. Um, Did he say Peppermint Patty? 11, That's the other question. Peppermint Patty. That's a good one. I'm trying to find the video right now. Um, oh, hey, uh, what's his name is talking to me? Thanks. Uh, I guess we'll just play it in the background. Can who you is hear this? Who is talking to you? Rob Riggle. About oh, hey, Rob Riggle. What's up? Okay, here we go. I think this is probably coming through on the microphone. New setup. Haven't tried this yet. I hope CBS doesn't sue us for their uh, propaganda. No, I'm just watching Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to, did you watch Survivor last night? Watch Survivor yeah. today. Holy shit. That's so good. Okay. Linus is Jesse. Pigpen is Cody. Peppermint Patty is Carla. Is Cassidy. Stupid kid with the piano has nobody. But I think he is clearly Charlie Brown, right? He's the one who keeps trying to kick the football and then it, it's, it's pulled away from him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Jesse as Linus makes a lot of sense. Um, who is the adult who goes... <laughs> That's uh, their teacher or any other adult. <laughs> Jeff Probst. Sammy acts as if he voted in the majority, but fesses up immediately. That's the first thing. Wow, we have not gotten far through this. Uh, Sammy feels bad. He voted incorrectly for the first time. Man, I really feel for this teenager. Did you know he's only 19 years old? It's crazy. I didn't know that you were allowed to be that young. Yeah, you can actually. You could have been born in the year 2000 or... 2002. I don't know what year he was born. Yeah, whatever. Whatever year he was born in, it's hard. It's impossible to even conceive of someone being born. What do you think this is? In the 2000s. I'm not doing math Yeah, we're not here here to do math unless you pay for it. Exactly. Uh, That's the math we will do. Ching, ching. That's the sound money makes. Uh, Sammy talks about his mom and how he has failed to try. I did not follow this at all. 
Yeah, this was, but it was like my mom doesn't realize that I how much I listen to her, and then I think yeah, it's like the idea of like letting people down because it doesn't seem like you're try you're afraid to try or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of got what he was going for, but it did very much seem like they were like, you got to think something for us to do a video, man. Do you do you have a mom or something? Yeah, like you give us something here. You got you have to tear up because this is going to be your boot episode. Clearly, what's the sad thing about you? You love your mom. <laughs> That's right. That is sad. Fucking nerd. Yeah. Did I tell you how we made fun of the two year old on the road trip up uh, from Alabama for? Not having any friends and his only yes. friend being his mom. Yeah. What a loser. What a nerd. Uh, Sammy tells Carla the first person to say her name was Cassidy. This is a lie. Yeah. Why do they why do they need to lie on this show? You know, it's not called serve. Are there enough lies on Survivor? Yeah. What about Sir Truther? Sir Truther. That's the yeah. name of a knight in a castle. Sir, Sir, Tr- Sir Truther. He's the only knighted 9-11 truther. That's at the round table. People don't like to talk to him because he only really talks about one thing. <laughs> it's his whole personality. Sir, Sir Truther, what do you think that we should do to combat Morgana? Just like, well... I don't know if you know, but Building 7, they really don't have a good explanation for why. Like, God damn it. <laughs> We're thousands of years times past that. <laughs> Pulling him aside, it's like, look, man, I don't know how many times we have to have this conversation. Like, you got to you gotta talk about something else. But he's he refuses to give up his chair at the round yeah. table. I'm just, I'm just saying it had to be Semtex. They're not, you know, it's just the heat when necessary would be like, just please. <laughs> please. This building's made of stone now because of people like you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cassidy tells Carla she wants to get ahead of the mistrust that Sammy will try to sow. Well, I feel like we should have seen this scene before the scene of Sammy talking to Carla. Right? I think that yeah, would have been probably. funny. Whatever. I'm nitpicking. This is a great season of Survivor and I love everybody on it. Uh, Carla is nervous because Cassidy knows she has an idol. Uh, and then they all watch the sunset together. How nice is that? It was very sweet. Do you recall being a teenager, being like a cool teenager and being very anti watching the sunset? Yeah, too cool for that. It's cool sentimental bullshit. Yeah. I'm about what's real. Yeah. I'm not about that fake bullshit. Who gives a shit? Why is the color and then, changing? Yeah, and then you... Then you uh, very shortly after that, are just like, ooh, sunset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very pro-sunset. Sunsets are nice. Sunsets are nice. Always good. Uh, boat mail tells them there's an advantage hidden in the jungle, and they all go running. Um, it's fine. Yeah, we- this is... I, I do like uh, in the message with the boat mail where it's just like, go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Well... And I think was it Sammy that said like it's like it's a big no no to just like go looking for stuff, but now we have to, so we're gonna go do it. Yeah, um, I think mean, that's what happened in Guatemala too. We just watched that, and they got in, uh, Guatemala. And it was like, sorry, what'd you call it? Survivor Guatemala. Wasn't that a thing that you called it? Survivor Guatemala. Yeah, because Danny is mommy. Um, yep. You made you made me lose my train of thought again. Um, what were we talking about? Oh. The the Survivor Guatemala uh, idol. They just got the clue and they were like, "Okay, go ahead." This was the same thing again. Yeah, so it's, it's actually fun. old school Survivor I, all over again. It is old school Survivor, and I like it. Yeah, Cassidy, Owen, Gabler, and Jesse make an LRRT. What is that? What's an LRRT? I guess last I round. Yeah, what the... You tell me. You wrote it down. Library Research Roundtable. Oh, that's where Sir Truther lives. <laughs> Sir Truth, yeah. It's, guess what? We're only researching one thing. <laughs> it's the Dewey Decimal System, but the only index they have is 9 through 11. <laughs> um, nobody can find this advantage 
It's hidden on a tree, but they all keep passing. Very funny scene. I love, oh, Thomas. It's like... One of the best production things is when they show where it is when people are looking for it. It's like uh, Candid Camera or Punked. I love watching people look dumb on TV. It's one yeah, of the main I, reasons I like to watch TV. I feel like Dax Shepard in Idiocracy, but it's so fucking funny. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy. Uh, the experience. Ex- experience. Jamie Kennedy yeah. experience. You've yeah. been axed. Uh, headlines on Jay Leno's show. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Can you believe some of these headlines? Jaywalking. Oh, is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, was I respect ca- I was that Jay Leno. I respect that Jay Leno uh, burned his face in like a kind of publicly embarrassing way, and then came out and did stand up after he got out of the hospital. And all the jokes were about him burning his face. And I was like, "That's that's very endearing. Topical. That's a fun. That's a fun thing to do." Yeah, good. Talk about what's real. That's the funny. That's the good thing about <clears throat> comedy. Uh, comedy is like song. You got to do what's real. So says Sir Truther. Uh, Sir Truther is also in a band. Um, you have to do what's real. Unlike the official story about like, no, Sir Truther, please. <laughs> Sir Truther, this is not what this is about. Don't <laughs> give him an opening. He will take it. Do you, okay, so le- just this last week, um, we had our uh, mayoral election, like final day for entry on the ballot. You know, the cutoff date. Um, yes. To get your name in the hat hat in the ring, whatever the phrase is. Um, and you know who's going up against Mr. Wind? Who? It's fucking Sir Truther. So, no, god he, damn it. He's a, well, you know it's a single-issue campaign. Yeah, but he's like, he's so compelling. He's such a good talker. He's such a good speaker. Mr. Wind, it's hard to see, and he, he's just like obtrusive, but also hard to see. Uh, so I think he's got his money. Yeah, and he's he's obstructing uh, a few things, like maybe what really happened on a certain day mm-hmm. back in 2001. Jet wind can't melt steel beams. That's what I've been saying this whole time. You think a w- the wind is going to blow over a tower? No. Only military yeah, planes on. can do that. Let's get the real story. You should be uh, Sir Truther's running mate. Oh, that's a good idea. And then I can usurp him in a secret murder. Yeah, then you kill him, and you become mayor. Yeah. And then there's a whole new conspiracy. It was all the way to the top. Uh, So Cody finally finds this advantage, and he can bet on somebody to win immunity. Uh, Cody's very excited, and he says a phrase that I am going to think about forever now. Do you remember what he says? Uh, I will when you say it to me. Remember, it was about how much he was smiling. He made an analogy that was actually very fun. Just, just, just tell me. I don't remember. He said he was smiling so big he can taste the earwax. <laughs> I don't. I can't believe I've never love, heard I that before. Cody, but man. it's so good. Cody's great. At the immunity challenge, I have to hang under a grade in the water. Classic challenge. We saw it in Palau and then uh, a couple times since. Jeff says, it's nice to revisit some of our old haunts. And then they play the classic Survivor music. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, I like that. I like this challenge a lot. Oh, haunts. What is this? Survivor Ghost Island? Come on now. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody had to say it. Okay, so Carla and Owen both win after the tide starts going back down. And I guess Jeff gets tired of watching them. Like, what? Yeah, Cody manages to make it to the final three and dips out, which, yeah. as I was watching, I was like, well, I don't think he would do that unless he had picked one of the final two people there. So, Yeah. Um, I don't understand why Jeff didn't just make it uh, hanging on the bar for the longest challenge then. Why? The, the George Michael challenge. Remind me. Oh, there uh, there was a in Arrested Development. There's a running joke that uh, the only physical activity that George Michael enjoyed was hanging motionless from the monkey bars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. anytime you try and throw anything at him, he like cowers and turns his back. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Arrested Development still good. Uh, can't wait for it to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's bring it back again. It'll definitely 
It'll definitely get better this time. <laughs> In no way were there diminishing returns. Uh, no, definitely not. Uh, Cassidy is upset that she didn't win the challenge. Me too. I'm a big Cassidy fan. Pro Cassidy podcast. PCP. Uh, everybody seems to agree that Sammy is the easiest vote. They, it's like they didn't even put up an opponent for uh, Sammy in this vote. They're just like, it's going to be Sammy. We yeah, all see you, it. You, you could say that uh, he was uh, getting put into like a handicap squash match. You could say that. You could definitely say that. Like something that happens in wrestling. Uh, but Carla wants to take out Cassidy, maybe. Hmm. Interesting idea, Cassidy. Carla. Carla. Yeah, Cassidy knows about her idol, so. Yeah. Uh, but when Jesse talks to Carla, Jesse wants to go after Sammy. Jesse gets Owen on board to vote Sammy and then tells Cody the plan. Jesse, it's, it feels like his game to win at this point, right? Uh, it kind of seems that way. It's, I think it's him and Carla are kind of running things. And then I think Cody's got an outside shot just as being like a good physical competitor and being like, you know, also helping to run things with Jesse. So and being overall fairly well liked, I think. Like I don't yeah, think there he definitely in. has. They're gonna need to not like they can't let him get to the final three. Like he's one of those guys that's too likable. Yeah. I think. Well, before we talk about who's making it to the final three, let's discuss these wildlife shots. Wildlife. And by discuss, I mean list them because once again, we got nothing new. Snake, bird, iguana. We already know everything about all of them. Give me something new, Jeff Probes, please. Um, let's talk about this travel council now instead. What did you think of when Jeff Probes said, tides are never the same? Jeff was really forcing... I don't like Jeff imposing a metaphor onto the entire tribal council that everybody has to pretend that they want to talk about. I feel like every time they go into tribal council now, I'm just anticipating a horrible metaphor... It's kind of like Jaws. Like the shark in Jaws, like it's out there, you know? You know it's going to come get you. Done it. We're going to need a. You know the Jaws music? You I'm know Jeff. the Jaws music? You know the Jaws music from the movie Jaws? This is what that's like. The game of Survivor, the monster is hungry. Uh, Sammy says. Monster is hungry. This is a summer town. <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but I saw the house it paid for, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Sammy's a free agent planning on using his shot in the dark Google is still going forward with the plan uh, Jesse once again says trust is currency hey Survivor 43 trust is currency not yeah, a bad Survivor title trust is currency yeah uh, voting time Sammy plays a shot in the dark but it doesn't work and everybody <laughs> votes for Sammy so we still have not seen. I don't a single. There has not been a single successful play of Shot in the Dark, right? Nobody. I, I don't. I don't think that has I, ever. Happened. I don't think it's ever worked, which is very funny. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, like if they continue with the Shot in the Dark, they'll do what everyone assumed it was in the first place, where the odds increase with every use, uh, with every previous use of by somebody else. You know. Yeah, I think that would definitely help. This was the right play. I mean, yeah. he his vote did not matter in this one, so. Yeah. I mean, would have been interesting if he had been successful and then they have to re-vote cuz none of the votes counted and he's safe. And then uh Cody Chess, not Jesse, Owen and Carla are all safe too. So it would be between Jesse with two idols and Cassidy, right? So I guess Jesse would just play an idol, probably, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that, I mean, if there's any time to do it, I think that's the time that you do it. Right. I'm I was trying to remember the, the mechanics of it. Yeah, so if he plays the shot in the dark, then Jesse can immediately afterwards play one of his idols. <laughs> what if he pull, pulled up both of his idols? I was like, this one's for me. This Put one's one for, for Cassidy. Cassidy. No one's, no one's going off. home tonight. We all like each other too much. Jeff like disappears. Yeah. 
Well, that's the end of the show. I'm done. Yeah, Jeff has been destroyed. We finally beat him. That's been the challenge of the show. No one had done it in yeah. 43 seasons. We'll, the six of us or eight of us, however many are left, we'll just split the million. We'll get like 120,000 or whatever. That's good math. Um, I mean, nobody's going to complain about beating Jeff and also having $100,000. Of course not. Win Jeff Probst's money. It's the new name of the show. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, unfortunately, this is the last time we will see Sammy on the show Survivor as a contestant. So we'll have to say goodbye to Sammy, but don't call him Zane. The last segment, last time we do this segment, probably for until there's a new Sammy who spells his name like Sammy. I guess Zane. you could do it when he's uh, when he's on. Maybe we could do it in the season finale, you know, because he's yeah. going to be on the jury and he's going to talk. Yeah, or if he or if he does something on the jury, like a big bug lands on his chest or something, and he like freaks out and it's funny, and we have to and we talk about it, then we can talk about Sammy Zane. But as of that now, would be pretty good. This is the last one for a while, and it's you know, I wish Sammy had been voted out last week to be honest because. It was a much better ending for the Sami Zayn segment. Because uh, this week, Sami Zayn is now just fully accepted by both of the Usos. Uh, he had a match with Sheamus in which Jimmy Uso distracted the ref, and then Jay Uso hit Sheamus with a super kick. Sami then pinned Sheamus when the ref turned around and won the match. Um, and then he was also on Raw with the Usos, but I forgot what they did there. So there's... Uh, that's it for uh, the next week or so. All right. So long, Sammy. Not Zane. Yep. Uh, last week you had 29 points. I had 27, despite you having your person being eliminated weeks ago. You're still beating me. I get one a point for Carla surviving. You won a point for Sammy getting voted out. And then you said, because you predicted Cody would win immunity that you should get a point for this. What's he your... did win immunity. You cannot dispute that he won immunity. He was immune at Tribal Council, yes. He won immunity. I see. I, I understand. <laughs> and you don't ever say that they're going to win the challenge. You say that they're going to win immunity. You Yes. That I, I'm willing to give you the point uh, because it's all about the technicalities. That's how I win every season. Thank you. Uh, so yes, you are now at 31 points and I am at 28 somehow. It's a big, big week for me. I am really, I'm, I, I'm, I'm on like a, a power play basically, you know, like in hockey where you only yeah. got, I only have four guys, but we're, we're doing our best. Yeah. You, you took the goalie out of the net. Um, I guess that's a different thing, but it is near the end of the season. So although you're not losing, you just want to. <laughs> Pump up your lead with five minutes. Yeah, I just to go. want more guys out there. Yeah. You just love offense. <laughs> I just like guys being out there. I don't like some guy just sitting in the back. Um despite losing uh this game here between the two of us, I am actually in first place in the Survivor Fantasy League. Uh they, Well that's what really matters. You still haven't joined. I don't know why. It's very fun. Um Anyway, uh, I'm up by like 12 points in that, um, and I've been hovering around the middle, you know, down by like three to five points every week. So I'm feeling pretty good going into these final couple episodes. Uh, But for this game here, we need to pick, Thomas, a reward winner. Who do you think will receive the reward? Hopefully there is a reward this week because there wasn't one. I know. This is the other reason I'm willing to give you that point for Cody getting immunity because we'll always get the point for like, say Cassidy wins a reward and then she brings Carla and one of us had picked Carla to get the reward. You'd still get the point for that. So that's, that's how I was thinking about it going in. That is a good point. I guess technically the advantage was the reward. Well, yeah, I suppose, but uh, who did I pick to win reward this, uh, uh, this week? Samuel, not Zane. Okay, so yeah, it doesn't come into play yeah. then. Um, okay, so who's winning this reward here coming up? It's a great question. I'm going to say Jesse's going to win a reward. Ooh, I like that. Um, I'll say... 
Mr. Google himself, Michael Gabler Gabler. Same thing I said last week, but Mike Gabler Gabler yeah. himself. Uh, the man, the myth, the myth, the Mike, the myth, the Gabler. Uh, what- Mike Myth Zanin. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is coming up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, the reward. What will it be? Oh, um, I feel like if they're going to do a, like a branded one, it's got to be this week, right? You would think? You would think, yeah. Do you want to double down on your Chili's prediction? No, I'm just thinking of what, if it was Chili's, like what food would it be? I'm not going to say fajitas. You could say Chili. I'm going to say ribs. I'm going to say ribs. I'm going to say Chili. Okay. Uh, what, who, uh, which, which one of the remaining contestants will win immunity? Or by some, you know, amazing turn of events, be rewarded with immunity. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Owen is going to win immunity. Oh. I'm going to say Owen goes back to back. I would love to see that because Owen is my MVP in the, um, what's it called? Fantasy League. Um, I will say Cody wins immunity. I think he's okay. Like I recognize that Cody's playing the like dumb fun guy tr- like character for the people around him, but I think he's smart enough to recognize that he is becoming a threat. Like people are going to see him as a threat to win, and he'll be like, "Okay, it's my time to win." Finally, yeah. For uh, like having a lucky guy, he's a surprisingly tactful player. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I was kind of worried that he would be in like the tie zone where he would start making dumb decisions, and he is not. Not yet. Yeah, at least not yet. Um, who's getting voted out? Uh, I'm gonna say Cassidy gets voted out this week. Yeah, I feel like that's probably right. Um, but I'm gonna go with Goobs himself. Sure, Mike Goobs. I can definitely see that. Uh, you've got Chili's, I've got Applebee's, uh, 31 to 28, coming close to the end. I'm very excited. Uh, I think there's two episodes left. Yeah, I think so. I'm guessing. How many people are left? There's six, right? Because this is the final seven, so Mm. they'll eliminate the sixth person, and and then I think it's the finale. Yeah, sounds right. And then we, uh, then we're celebrating Christmas, and then we're coming back to Survivor the next week. Next year, Happy New Year, by the way, um, with Survivor Panama Exile Island. Uh, I don't know if we've announced that officially yet, but we just did. Uh, But before that, Thomas, I have to ask you this. Another reality show, Thomas. Thomas, 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 Thomas. Did you you watch the challenge Rider Dies last night? Nope. Okay, well, Michelle and Amber are friends. Um, oh, and uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, it is Banana's 40th birthday. Okay. Do you remember earlier when I said, keep that tab open? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you? Um, I, did sorry, you, I did you keep the tab open, open, like I said? Remember when Natalie said in Survivor? Sorry, did you vote for who I, I told you to vote for? Is it, I did, did. I did. Did you keep uh, the tab open? I told you to keep open. I, I did for a minute and then I closed it. So. Oh, cool. Cool. You were like, right, I'm anyway. not willing to wait this much longer. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Rats. Rats. We are the rats celebrating yet another birthday bash. Johnny, it's your birthday today. Cake and ice cream is on its way. And Johnny, been such a good boy this year. Open up your gifts while we all cheer. Happy birthday, Johnny. <laughs> 40 years young. Um, so everybody was really... Where does the time go, you know? I feel like I need to listen to some music so that I can be transported back to when he was not 40 years old. Uh, okay. <laughs> Trying to rush through the music, rush to the music minute, but we still have to do the challenge, Sean Thomas. Jordan and Anissa won the challenge. And you know, Jordan is becoming rivals with Jay. So they sent in Jay and Michelle, and they had to go up against Horacio and his partner, whose name I have forgotten. They had to roll around in a big wheel. One person had to collect puzzle pieces on one side of the wheel and on the other. 
uh, they had to place one post while the other person instructed them. It was confusing. Uh, so the entire house helped Horacio and his partner. So Jay and Michelle were not able to hear each other and ended up just barely losing. But TJ Lavin hopes to see them both in the future. Oh, man. What a bummer. Yeah. They had a good run, though. Okay, so here's it is. Here's it is, Thomas. It's the Music Minute. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Here's it is. The first song we're going to focus on is Happy Birthday. You know that song? Uh, I don't know that. I do know the Rat's Birthday Bash song, though. It's better. Uh, Break Your Heart featuring Ludacris by Tayo Cruz. Remember that song? Oh, my God, Tayo Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that there were any of any Tyler Cruz songs that weren't dynamite. Yeah, there's also Break Your Heart, which is another song um, that he does, apparently. Uh, what You Gonna Do by Bastille. Remember that song? Once again, I think I only remember Pompeii by Bastille, but I'm sure he did oh, other songs. That's why that name sounded familiar. Yeah. Isn't there a band you like that has a similar name to Bastille? Um, like a metal band? Hmm. Maybe not. What is I it know. like Baroness? Could be. I don't know. Uh, and also another song that was featured this week on MTV's The Challenge, Rider Dies. A song called Take It Off by the Donnas. Oh, what a great song. What a great song. This is from Love that song. Their fifth album called Spend the Night, which was released October 22nd. 2002. Thomas, how old would you have been 22nd of October 2002? Uh, I would have been uh, 11 years old. I too would have been 11 years old. Uh, this song reached number... I'm on my second drink, but I've had a few before. Yes, that is the lyrics to this song. Uh, reached number 19 on the Billboard Modern Rock Hot 100. That's pretty good. Uh, been used in a number of movies as well as Guitar Hero games, including Rock Band. Remember that one? I do. Uh, I have that song on Rock Band. Yeah. I, I paid $1.99 for it, and I have no regrets. Uh, in the video, they perform at a battle of the bands at a high school. Did you ever see this video? I have seen this video many times. It's very fun. Uh, they're dressed as two or three different bands, and I think also the judges... Uh, the other bands are not as good as the Donnas, but the Donnas end up getting three nines and a ten from the four judges. Uh, it was nominated for VMA for Best Video from a Group, and it went up against the B2K featuring P. Diddy song Bump, Bump, Bump. You remember that song? Nope. <laughs> you would if you heard it. Uh, the Coldplay song The Scientist. Remember that song? Oh, I remember that video. That's the one where he like crashes his car, but it's all in like it's all backwards. Mm -hmm. uh, the good Charlotte song, "Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous." I I also remember this video. It's uh, quite bad. I watched it this morning before calling you. Yeah, it, I thought it was so funny at the time. I was like, "This is hilarious." Uh, it's, They've got because isn't like Chris Kirkpatrick in that video? Chris Kirkpatrick is playing a British man in. Uh, courthouse. He's on the stand. Yeah, he's like on. He's testifying. Yeah. I think. Yeah. As, it was very weird. Um, and finally, the White Stripes Seven Nation Army, which obviously is a classic video. That is a classic video. Not, I, I would say, by the standard of White Stripes videos, like not a top tier White Stripes video because, like, "Fell in Love with a Girl" is like the gold standard, hmm. and then because that's the Lego one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that video. Um, that's so fun. That that one's really good. And then uh, I would say like Icky Thump is a pretty good video. Mm -hmm. uh, which of these five songs do you think won? Um, bump, bump, bump. The Scientist. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Seven Nation Army. Or Take It Off. I'm going to say The Scientist one. Ding, ding, ding. You were correct. It, it's a good video. It's a, and it it's also really the best video. Coldplay song. So um, That's Yellow, actually. Uh, I, I like Yellow just fine also. It's one of the couple of Coldplay songs where I'm like, you know what? That's pretty good. The Scientist. I watched all five of these videos. Um, very fun to do, to reminisce of the early 2000s. Uh, easily the best one. The second best it's one. A really, it's a very good video. Like, it's like a genuinely impressive video. Yeah. 
Um, second one, I think, is probably Seven Nation Army. Uh, the Donna's video is pretty good. I put that in the middle. It's charming in that early 2000s. Yeah. Like, it, you know, that was the era when, like, Beck and, like, Blink-182 were doing, like, funny music videos. Yeah. So this was very much in line with that sort of thing. Where, and Good Charlotte was attempting to do that, but not doing it very well. Yeah. Um, B2K video. It was the one where P. Diddy and B2K are, like, standing in front of, like, the really bright red display. And it's kind of, like, shot from underneath. Um, and then they're like wrapping it into the camera and singing into the camera. And so that wasn't one of the ones where it looks like he's in like, where he's in like the Chrome area that looks like the inside of a cheese grater. Cause that's what no. I think of when I think of Diddy videos, does he Diddy bop in it? Yes, I believe he does. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's from that same era. I think it's got a very similar look, um, but it's like, uh, all red themed instead of blue or chrome or whatever sure. um that was it's a cool video it's fun um if you want to see a very young omarion remember him he's in, yeah, he's in that yes. group speaking omarion was truly was really kind of a blip on the radar of that that era do you know his given name his 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 legal is name? it omarion it is it just gets better and better with each Successive name. Omari is his first name. That makes sense. His middle name. Let me let me give you a hint. Um it's the name of a character in a book. And it's like he's very clear about his name very early on in the book. Is it Ishmael? Mm-hmm. And his Okay, yeah. His last name his last name is I can't give you a hint on this one. I'll just tell you. It's Grandberry. Grandberry. How good? Omari Ishmael Grandberry. How That's good a is cool that name? name. <laughs> it's a great name. There's a lot, something for everybody there. Uh, it really is. Um, yeah, so the scientist, easily the best one. Bum, 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 number four. And the Good Charlotte video, uh, far number five. Three through five are, all of them are very of their time, uh, but five is embarrassing in how of its yeah. time it is. <laughs> Yeah, that is, it is of its time in the bad way that you don't want. Yeah, the B2K song and the Donna song are just like, oh, yeah, I remember when videos were like this. <laughs> the Good Charlotte video is like, oh, this is embarrassing for everyone involved, including yep. me for watching it. Yeah, uh, w- nobody gets off scot-free on that one. Well, watching the scientist video, I saw the top comment on YouTube said, music is the only time machine we have. It's so true, Bestie. I couldn't so agree true. more. So incredibly true. Uh, that kind of sounds like something that you might read out of uh, music. It's giving time machine. <laughs> Thomas, it's time for a little segment called Probes to Pros. Uh, we are going to do this one called Gone Fishing. The Challenge, Probes versus Pros. Where we just do Jeff Probes and his friends and family versus... Famous versus poets. professional athletes. Oh, probes versus prose, yeah. Prose versus prose would be funny, yeah, if it was if it was like authors. What about prose versus prose? Professional athletes versus professional poets. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Why not? We all know eight to ten famous poets, right? We can just name off the yeah. top of our heads. Let's name them right now. Shel Silverstein. Uh... Damn, that was, that was, what I was mm-hmm. say. no. I got him first. Uh, you can is, you, you um, can pick you can pick all the. Let's do this on a separate episode. But you pick all uh, the pro Ruby athletes. Carr. Ruby Carr is on there. Thomas, you're gonna pick all the pro athletes. I'll pick all the poets because I'm a smart guy. You know, I know I read poetry, Perfect. even though I don't like poetry. I T. S. Eliot's gonna be on this one. Good, good one. Um, Thomas, could you give me a type of plant and make it plural? Uh, weeds. Mm, mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, top five answers on the board. A noun, please. Um. Oh. Sand. Mm, mm-hmm. Very on theme. A plural noun. Sand. Okay. I'll accept it. 
a verb? Uh, hop. And an adjective? Ooh, two adjectives, actually. Oh, two adjectives. Okay, swift and fleet. Fleet? Like an army fleet? Like, like, like fleet of foot. Okay. Uh, verb? Um, split. Mm. Like in the Marvel movies? A noun? Like in the dang Marvel movie. Uh, two nouns, actually. Two nouns, okay. Uh, movie? I love that. And... Man. Man. That's so good. Uh, an adjective. Bad. Very good. And an adverb. Um, sneakily. Mm, very fun. And the final word of the Propes Pros this week is an adjective. Um, creepy. Good answer. <clears throat> okay, let me wet my whistle and we will get started on this poetry you've just written. You, Thomas, you're going to be on uh, Survivor Pros versus Pros. Oh, of course. I'm just now being informed that I am a poet. Yeah. Which I did not previously know it. Do you know how to fish? I hope so. If not, you'll be stuck eating weeds all day. <laughs> Fuck. Fishing is a major activity on the sand and may take up a lot of your time. Nets, spears, fishing rods, and sand can all be used. But you might have to win some challenges to hop them. I don't know what that means. Uh, the type of fish around the island are swift. Most are friendly, but be careful of stingrays, sharks, and even fleet piranhas. Ooh, that sounds scary. Yeah, watch out. You may have to blip your boat out to sea to catch enough fish for your whole movie. That's good advice. That's like going to Walgreens before going to the movie. Exactly. Survivor version. Enough Swedish fish for your movie. Shellfish can be found on the man in many varieties. Oh, interesting. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> uh, do you remember the surreal life when um, Christopher Knight and Adrian Curry were on? I think it was the same season that Flava Flav and Brigitte Nielsen were I, on. I, I don't think that I ever really watched the surreal life, if out. I'm being honest. You missed out. Peak, mid-2000, early 2000s VH1. It was... The pre-dawn of celebrity VH1. Yeah, it it sort of innovated. It kind of created the terrain for celebrity because that's where we got uh, uh, flavor, flavor of, of love uh, from eventually, and then Rock of Love, and then all each, all the spinoffs was each of those shows. And the rest was history. Those um, I'll say forever. I've stopped doing comedy in the uh, stand-up setting, and now do podcasts exclusively. Uh, just podcast dot com. Um, and I will say, my best bit ever was all about VH1 celebrity. Um, so if you ever want to see it, you could go to YouTube and search my name. Um, there are mussels and crabs and squid maybe washed up on the beach during bad tide. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Probst Watch over out. here. <laughs> bad tide. Gather them up sneakily. If there's not enough for dinner, your tribe will be pretty creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Thomas, I'll l let me let me behind, let me let you behind the scenes here for a minute. I crossed out the last adjective of this Mad Lib so you could end on a funny word, right? Yeah. But I think they actually did a really good job with this one, so I want to shout them out. Um whoever wrote this one, I don't see the author, but um uh oh, Price Stern Sloan, that's right. The, uh, a division of Penguin Young Readers Groups. Um, anyway, the last word they used for this uh, Gone Fishing poem, pretty crabby. Oh, The tribe will be pretty stuff. crabby. See, if they were all like that, we wouldn't have to make our own. Anyway, that's pros, pros. Laughing my A off. Laughing my A off as well. L-M-A-O-A-W. 
Uh, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom. Tom. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm posting. Po- Still posting. Posting forever and ever. Elon Musk will never stop us from the posts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at DYWSLN. Uh, or on Instagram, the only Survivor podcast. I already said it, but uh, I'll remind you, we have a sh- few shows on Patreon. Which you can find at patreon.com slash justpodcasts. Do you want to give a shout out to one of any of the tiers? Uh, just arithmetic. We were talking about yeah. just arithmetic, so let them know the deets. If you, to, to be honest, if you don't want to subscribe to just arithmetic, that's fine with me because I, that means I have to do less math. That's true. And I would you don't. You have to do less math about how much money is coming into your bank account. Also, you make a good point. Okay, subscribe to Just Rhythmic and get your friends to do it too, because uh, there's two of us and we need the money. We both just bought a house, and uh, one of us is getting you married. You like us, so right? You like us. You a want lot. us to be happy. You would love us to be happy. So subscribe um, Patreon.com/slash/JustPodcast at any of the tiers. Um, I think I still have to put the teal time uh, tier up. Teal time tier. That's fun to say. Teal time tier. Uh, um, oh, I, I when I go to patreon.com slash just podcasts, um, I'm not logged in automatically. So it just gives me, you know, the default uh, landing page. And it says, you might like, you know, they've picked it out for the viewer. And it says three star thanks. And that's only $20 a month. You can afford that. And you know what you can do for $20 a month? Yeah, come on. For the the simple price of uh, four lattes a month. Easy. You could you could give us a three-star review. So don't get one latte one day a week. Don't go into the office on Friday and get a latte on your way. Give us that money instead. I'm glad, I'm glad that you said that. Because <laughs> if you just said don't go into the office on Friday, the implication is a little bit. <laughs> What's the problem? You're cool. Don't come in on Friday. <laughs> Exactly. Because I don't want you to get a latte. So for $20 a month, you're allowed to give us a three-star review. Any less than that, you have to give us five stars. Thomas, can you give people the boilerplate review? Well, it's uh, it's hidden especially for me right now because uh, we are uh, just past Spotify wrapped season. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm going to tweak it just a little bit. But uh, it's my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. Uh I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify is corrupt uh, and won't let me leave a review, but I enjoyed seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. That's really good. That's a really good, that's a really good uh, addition. Added, uh, whatever. Um, I, I, I hate to say it, but this show was not my number one podcast on Spotify this week. To be fair, I don't listen to many podcasts on Spotify, but... No, I don't either. Um... Ended up at number two after a, a sleep podcast that I've listened to, I think, two times. Um, so And it wasn't even Did You Sleep Last Night. It wasn't even Did You Sleep Last Night. But, you know, got to listen to the competition. Uh, whoa, did we thank the listeners already? Uh, thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Apple reviews, Spotify reviews. We already did that. We checked our reviews, and um, we actually still smell good. So that review is still, still out of date. Still smelling good. Not planning on stopping that anytime soon. It is cold here, though. Uh, that will not stop us from saying, "Have a great summer." Deuces. I'm just really, oh my, this song is on Genius. Of course.
course it is, because it's good. Yeah, okay, so the song goes a little something like this. It goes, Rats, we're rats, we're the rats. We pray at night, we stalk at night, we're the rats. Then King Rat comes in and goes, I'm the giant rat that makes all of the rules. And then all the rats together go, let's see what kind of trouble we could get ourselves into. That's the whole song. (laughs) It's the whole song. Yeah, well, it's just at the beginning of the video. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Then the video is largely about something else. Okay, this is the this is the birthday bash rap lyrics. Okay. Uh, Rats, rats, we are the rats celebrating yet another birthday bash. Michael, it's your birthday today. Cake and ice cream is on its way. And Michael, you've been such a good boy this year. Open up your gifts while we all cheer. This is happy birthday, Michael. Smarten up, probes. <laughs> <laughs>